0: Last time, it's November 13th, 2001. The last episodes of Reboot are set to air just as the Bernie Mac show is about to make its debut, and the XWF is unfortunately no longer in our faces. This is episode 265 In Your Face The Tale of the XWF, Part 3. I'm Tyler Fudge. And as
1: grumpy as CM Punk on Media Scrum Day, I'm Travis Fudge. It's
0: fucking embarrassing. Should, oh, dear. i just came to me as, like, the the, the coach from Letterkenny. should be fucking embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing.
1: Well, you know, smoking <laughs> a joint here. Tyler's got a big dome fucking cone Jesus, right there. Yeah. We're going to be two empty-headed dumb fucks yep. here watching <laughs> XWF <laughs> yep. episode 3.
0: Couldn't manage a target. <laughs> I uh, I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't. i seen this post as somebody who's like, uh, does Punk realize he's probably calling down the majority of the AEW fan base by saying that somebody couldn't run a target because the median target managing salary is $137,000 a year and went into everything it involves? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you know what? <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough.
1: That's like upper middle class.
0: It's not bad. It's, that's pretty good.
1: $100,000 a year? I wish it.
0: I made $137,000 a year. Christ. In American U.S. dollars. Right. Like,
1: You'd be a rich Canadian there, Tyler. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a boil we'll, money.
0: Get out of the igloo. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So... You know, maybe we'd make more than a dollar a day like our UNICEF Patreon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, you can join by donating uh, to our Patreon, uh, the Federation podcast, or you can donate to PayPal
1: at
0: the, the Federation podcast at gmail.com. You can stick around for shout outs to the end of the show. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching the Federation. None of them are really use much, so if you go and, and fo- follow it, you're wasting your time. But hey, if you want to do it, do it. Uh, t-shirts at watermaneuver.net and not forget music by Electric Downfall. Links to all his stuff is in the description. Travis, how are you? Oh, well,
1: I'm good. I'm good, you know? Yeah. Going uh, third time's a charm here on XWF, you know? Hey. What, what could be better?
0: The, it's the last episode. I don't know when we'll see Brian Nobbs' fugly face again. Might be a while.
1: Oh, God. God. Yeah. Because this would be a solemn way to end the show. I just want to say, at the very end of this episode of XWF, like every other episode, Brian Nobbs is um, carrying you in and carrying you out.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Now,
1: he, he's, he's missing Jimmy Hart this time around. What? Why? Why? Not too sure because I'm sure you and I are on the same uh, wavelength here. That I thought all of these were probably
0: filmed at once. I'm sure they were.
1: But fair enough. And you know
0: what I mean? Like, why wouldn't they have been?
1: I just I don't want to see again Brian Knobs being in character for this intro, and then all of a sudden, fucking like David fucking what's his nuts from CSI Miami just takes his glasses <laughs> off and he turns into a new <sighs> person, and he's like, "But seriously, <laughs> we gotta." Like he starts like pretending to like get choked up, and I'm like, oh, okay, here oh, we yeah. go. We're he's talking to dead people. We're oh, talk he's about fucking the dead carnying me right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, and since we're talking about it, too, yeah, he, you know, we won't dive into the, the the full episode here just yet, but like, he mentions that Jimmy Hart is scouting new talent for the XWF.
1: Didn't, didn't this thing have, get this, filmed in like 2005?
0: The, the, the episodes were filmed in 2001 this well, like, no, release
1: in 2005 yeah these these intros i'm sure were filmed in 2005 to, or
0: 2004 who knows but probably 2005 either way but like still yeah it's, it's and and not to same. mention not to <laughs> mention and this goes along with it and we're going to fast forward to the very end of the show he says maybe there will be more lost episodes in the future and it's like how c- how
1: did you, did you lose another taping? Was yeah. there another lost taping? Yeah, like, what? Is he going to start up another company and already know full well it won't get a TV deal? So yeah. he'd be like, all right, we're lost doing episodes, this again.
0: XWF part two.
1: Jimmy Hart doesn't want me in the same room as him unless we have to talk about lost episodes.
0: <laughs> so, it's, it's, that's... I, it makes no fucking sense at all, uh, but that is the essentially the intros and outros. So we won't have to touch on those as as the episode goes on. Um, but man, yeah, what a wild week, eh? What a wild week. Yep. If if, if anybody's wondering, we're recording this after post post uh, AEW All Out Scrum, post
1: the- AEW Dynamite. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you so, know, uh,
0: it's it's it's. It's a very interesting time. Much more interesting than this fucking episode is. Uh, cause, cause this like, must
1: must have been what the Montreal Screwjob cruise rob would have been like if there was internet, right? like social media back then. <laughs> yeah. Hearing all the details like, Julie Hart cussed out fucking Triple H backstage. Triple H looks sad.
0: <laughs> Triple H couldn't look Julie Hart in the eye.
1: Blade played with Shawn Michaels before the show. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're trying to figure out whether it was a work or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> T- trying to figure out if Blade knew what was going to go on beforehand and just didn't tell his father Blade, more of them. Uh,
1: was being accompanied by uh, Martha Hart, who had a broken foot at the time.
0: <laughs> like, the most wild part about all of this to me is the fact that, from the Young Buck side of the story, Kenny Omega s- escorts a dog out of a uh, vicinity. Does not get bit by said dog, but gets bit by A-Steel. That and is fucking, the most next-level Larry? shit.
1: Larry's got the big overbite, oh, or yeah. underbite, so his teeth are already showing. It's like yeah. he's ready to bite
0: you. <laughs> he looks like a little piranha.
1: A-Steel, man, he's got those fangs oh, underneath dude, there, man.
0: Dude, he's got that weird haircut, that, that weird notch. Up.
1: You know, dating back from EWR Revenge, I always thought that A-Steel was a fucking scary-looking man. He, he looks like he would stab <laughs> you in a back alley, or dare I say, bite you.
0: But instead, all he'll do is pull your hair and nibble on your arm. So, I'm, uh, where did he bite him on? That's, that's That's the big so
1: question. What it sounds where like. Where did he bite him?
0: The, the story that I heard that makes the most sense
1: to me is that Kenny Omega tried to either help out and or pry Nick Jackson or Matt Jackson yeah, off, that and too, then yeah. I guess what a steel thought was that it was a three on fucking one or whatever the fuck you know Which, Nick jackson being hit with a
0: chair and that and the fact that there's it's not a, you know i guess it would be a three-on-one situation at that point in time but then you got a steel there's apparently like a half dozen people in the room with him so, so right, i can like, see so. like
1: kenny omega trying to pry matt jackson off and kenny being a fucking and dude right yeah i'm assuming a steel little tiny dude fucking tried to grab his hair got on his shoulders and just ah! bites like
0: his a neck little fucking
1: leprechaun right like on the fucking, fucking shoulder or
0: something it's like gollum jumps so on Kenny's your shoulders Kenny's gonna have
1: to get like triple cupping around that area so
0: no one sees the <laughs> bite marks it's a crazy fucking situation and just so you know this is recorded on thursday it doesn't come out until next wednesday so like this could be completely out of the uh, not even has anything to do with anything anymore. It might come out that fucking mega went in with a rifle and just right? like, who you know, well, right? the
1: story I heard not, like, the latest one was that mega is actually the one that got the dog out.
0: That's the, I, that's, that's what that's, I, that's, I heard. That's some people are saying that one. some yeah. people are saying Kenny. Yeah. It, it's, it's just absolutely fucking insane. But just, just that visual is just wild. Just like to think about how that went down because like, i won't lie when i first heard the circumstances and i read the line nick jackson guy hit in the face with a steel chair i was like this is work there's no fucking possible way somebody fights like that
1: <laughs> no but throwing a <laughs> unfolded chair that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. I, like, I could yeah. see someone in a fit of rage literally just grabbing the first and thing. He's he throwing it.
0: <laughs> and it. He's trying. He was trying to stop his wife from getting hurt. they So say. he throws a chair. But, like, imagine if he goes to reach for a chair and just grabs her by the broken foot and just fucking raw.
1: Or what if he <laughs> fucking throws the chair and goes full Brock Lesnar with that car door and almost sends it into the crowd <laughs> or sends it right into her fucking leg. I don't I mean, know, man. Like, it, it just sounds like careless masculinity, or careless toxic masculinity. I guess is.
0: I mean, the I guess I guess you can call it that. To me, it's just the dude. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I,
1: I I don't think I figured out the right words to describe it. Considering from a fan's point of view, CM Punk was like my boy for like eight months out of this year.
0: Well, like I and
1: like until Double or Nothing happened. I, I was like fully all in with him.
0: I bitched about CM Punk a lot in the past. Then when he returned, it's like, yeah, no, uh, I really like you know, I, 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 CM Punk's what got me back into wrestling, mm-hmm. right? And then watching this is like, yeah, no, this is pretty good. Still can't do an elbow drop worth a damn. You know, you're you're a little uncoordinated.
1: Yeah, he is a little right? uncoordinated. I thought his stories were good, exactly, and, and his like
0: promos were really his good. His Eddie
1: Kingston match and his MJF uh, dog collar match, man. I, I, yeah. well, great fucking matches. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I just think that you got MJF doing shoe promos. You got CM Punk doing shoe promos. Moxley speaks from the heart all the time. And then, like, I just feel like one thing is, like, so much different than the other. It's even, like, the Nick Khan Triple H stuff from just yesterday yeah, with yeah, yeah. MJF. It's like they pander so much to, like, us. Yeah. I, I would say us as, like, the... Smart internet audience, yeah, yeah. For lack of a better term, I guess, yeah. And I, I, don't know, man. Sometimes I just think of it as cringy. After like in retrospect, thinking about it, like I don't know, why are they talking about WWE so much? Why, why do they have to wow. create a storyline just about
0: WWE? Like, uh, like with, I, I like the fact they do it with MJF.
1: Sure, but then you, just to finalize that point, when they do it with more than one guy, yeah. Yeah. It starts to feel like WCW.
0: Today. Yeah. Now would you count Jericho's stuff as a even though they never mentioned WWE?
1: <sighs> no, no. Uh, no because They do use the
0: sports entertainment acronym. They
1: it. do. They do. Which I get, Jericho, I would say is a very big proponent of that though. Would you say, would oh, yeah. you not say? Oh yeah. So I would say Jericho is taking something that he likes and just doing a parody <laughs> of it,
0: you know, which is yeah. kind of in a good respect. Well, a parody... you can't shit on a parody. And Jericho's
1: almost... not doing a shameful parody. He's doing it right. He's yep. doing it great. He's actually a doing a parody. <laughs> but he's not going out there and, like, talking about fucking Triple H all no. the time. No. Like, man, I, I... With Cody... Cody! Like, dude, with all the WWE shit, like, yeah. it was cool at first. It, but it was the long- interesting The at longer first, it goes yeah. on, it's like... You guys can, like, just put your head down and get to work like man
0: But at least like cody's not there to do that now anyways he's and not cody was the main person doing cody it. did it right
1: i think like yeah
0: yeah like but he, Cody he was, was also bitter but he also did it too much
1: yeah yeah for sure right but like, like, the like throne thing was like uh, mm. like i liked that at the time but now i'm like that, that was stupid. pretty fucking
0: cringy yeah yeah it was like it was like Hoo-ho-ho oh shit Edgelord. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and and over time those things usually lose their luster um, and, and with MJF though is more along the lines of like he's such a smarmy prick and like a part of you he, he conveys that this could be true you know what I mean like
1: But are we going to have a WE storyline for this guy until 2024? Fuck you might. That's it's uh,
0: But like and the, but they don't do it a lot with MJF. He doesn't talk about it every time he's out on the mic though.
1: It's frequent enough that I think I identify MJF with a guy that uses WWE as a story to tell in his promos. And a, a character uh, direction, more or less.
0: I, I I recall him doing it for sure on numerous occasions, but like it, it's it's I don't think it's something where it's like if MJF comes out this week he's going to talk about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Unless it's the focal point. But I, and but then again, at the same time, MJF hasn't been around since Double or Nothing. Yes. So yeah. things are going to feel like they're they're more sparse anyways because. We've heard one MJF promo in like in like three months. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of hard to say.
1: If I put it this way, what do you think? Um, do you want to be reminded about the other product and think about the other product while you're watching AEW? Because WWE doesn't do that. And I would like to think of AEW as its own thing because that's the way I think about it. And I don't wanna think about WWE, Especially when they're actually doing all right right now. Yeah. Like I don't wanna be reminded of another product. I just wanna think about AEW. I don't wanna see ECW on my fucking product like T N A did or WWE did. Yeah. Like not not I'm just saying like I don't wanna see that anymore. It yeah. was it was cool when it happened to WWE, but TNA no.
0: I, I don't know, like
1: maybe maybe I'm alone on well, that one. No, but. I don't
0: I don't think you're alone. Um, like there's there's plenty of people on the internet, and and I'm sure in real life because I mean people on the internet sometimes are real, right? Not all the time. But sometimes they're real people. Um, you 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 definitely I've I've seen the argument, or just like I wish they'd stop talking about WWE. And in a lot of aspects, I do too. You know what i mean like there's this it, it, you don't need to focus on the wwe you don't need to be reminded that there's another option out there you don't need, like while you're watching this option is seinfeld did seinfeld ever acknowledge what home improvement you know what i mean another sitcom airing during the week on a different channel no right like, and, and they wouldn't because it's, it's you can tell your own stories so like uh, uh, While me, myself, it doesn't bother me if it's done sparingly. But, like, I can definitely see why somebody would not want to be, like, hey, Triple H is like, oh, okay.
1: It's definitely not something that, I guess, bothers me, if you say. Like, it doesn't make me, like, enjoy the product less.
0: No, no. Yeah. I enjoy the product a
1: lot, obviously. Oh, yeah. We've been watching a weekly since it started. Except yeah. for a couple couple weeks in the pandemic. Well, I that, mean, but that like, was that but was we granted. still watched it. We was watch sta- it yeah, together. we still watched it, right? I've never missed an episode of Dynamite, no. ever. No, me neither. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just like, as the longer things go on, and this week is topical, like, I guess you just see the flaws better when things like this happen, with the microscopes on there, and then you're like, oh, come to think of it, you know? Like, there are come, it's a couple of things that kind of do kind of draw me away from the product when i'm watching it
0: and for the
1: most part like uh i think that it's the best wrestling i've seen in years but
0: it's it's definitely
1: the most captivating american tv show for wrestling i've seen in years
0: and and i would imagine you would agree when i say that by all means, it's catered to me and you.
1: <laughs> Yo, Hundred percent, it uh, is. We, it we've is. been internet wrestling. Uh, we've been on the internet reading, quote unquote, scoops this is since like, like two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember <laughs> yeah. the first scoop I ever read was that Undertaker was coming back as the Dead Man. Yeah, and that was yeah. because you were on BackstageWrestling.com. so <laughs> yeah. I found it. Yeah. Vice versa, and I read that, and I like tell people at school, or uh, like I tell uh, like let's let's be let. Let's go back. Like I tell Mitch yeah. when we were in like elementary school, Takers come back as a dead man. He's like, Oh fuck no. Yeah. There's no chance. <laughs> That's stupid.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. it happened.
1: Yeah. You know, and I was like, Oh my god, the power I have <laughs> I, I am not <laughs> oh, Little
0: did shit. I know
1: that like no one else would like wrestling ever. No. <laughs> you know, coming from my point of view yeah. as a person.
0: I, I lucked out because there's still some, some fans holding on when I got to high school. You know what I mean? Like, I remember Kyle, uh, uh, there's Steven, and like, there was a couple of dudes that knew wrestling, right? Like, And I remember being on the computer lab and just finding, for the first time, BackstageWrestling.com. I don't know how I found it. I have no idea. I just remember in school... I went on it in the computer lab. I was like, what is this? And I remember Tyson and Steven were talking behind me. I just looked over. I was like, did you know that this stuff is on the internet? And <laughs> he just looked. I was like, yeah, I go on that website all the time. I was like, what? <laughs> this is insane. So, yeah, yeah. This is. It was eye opening, And I, but like, and then I remember too, not really listening to the Observer much, or even being in tune with the Observer. I just like scoured the internet for news myself. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I used to see the sources at the bottom of the articles and never even really care what they meant. No, and it's like, man, I could have been actually going straight to the fucking website this yeah. entire time.
0: Like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, that no, was true. Uh, but, like, I remember probably six months to a year before we went to California, I was lightly listening to The Observer. Not buying it, but through extreme wrestling. Yeah. Mr. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I remember down. going
1: on a trip with you. Listen to the Brian and Vinny show back. I'm like, uh, was it 2012 for Iron Maiden?
0: Might have been yeah, and you were. And I put the Brian and Vinny show on. That might have been the first time I ever.
1: With Granny and yeah. you and Mike were in the car. Yeah. And I th- you were driving. Obviously, it was 2012. I was 18 or 16. Holy fuck! 17, seven. I was 17, I think. Yeah. Or 18. I don't fucking know. Doesn't I matter. was legal. I was legal. I was legal. So I was 18. So um, yeah. It doesn't matter. I was. Just, I'm just trying to think. Like, why were you driving?
0: Cause I used to drive everywhere You did You did That was just what I did Yeah I was was always the driver
1: I just remember putting on the Brian and Vinny show with Granny And you know that was like the I I think I started subscribing in 2011 Yeah So in 2012 I was like fully into it Like it was my thing I was listening to like the past archives and stuff Like I loved it and I remember you guys hated Granny so much, <laughs> like hated her. Like, why are you listening to this? And mind you, if you're if you're listening to you're, Granny without any, you're not you're not in the know. You don't, and you're like, she's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like she, why is she calling it a souffle? <laughs> yeah, a, a wrist hold. A wrist hold. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, but. It's such a charming thing. Oh after yeah, a like, while,
0: and like obviously, I changed my mind because for the longest time I had the granny shirt.
1: Yes, you did the right? Wendy's one, right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. you obviously changed your mind. Yeah, yeah, like but listening to it for your first time on a long drive to Edmonton is yeah, not what not I thing. wanted to hear. And dude, I don't even think you smoked weed back then. You weren't smoking weed because I think me and Mike smoked weed, and you're like, ah, I smelled that.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes, yes, Uh. behind the gas station. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, Yeah. so it's like you weren't even loose,
1: man. You're all tightened up.
0: That was, yeah, I smoked weed in high school, and then I stopped and uh, yeah, got a toothache and started again.
1: Boom, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> that's how you fucking extend some time on a it's, long episode that's uh, it's got, it's got nothing add. to talk about.
0: That's <laughs> how you add 25 minutes to, to some shit. Uh, but, yeah, no, we might as well start talking about uh, the XWF here. Uh, some closing little tidbits before we uh, get into the show. Starting in May 2003, the XWF appeared on United States television in a second invasion angle. Do you remember where the first one was?
1: The first XWF invasion? Yeah. Uh, WWE World Wrestling Alliance
0: in Puerto Rico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this time in Memphis in, in the Memphis wrestling. It
1: was moment. on fucking Memphis local TV. Yeah, dude, I remember uh, Fight Network dude, airing what those USWA US shows. Show.
0: What a garbage looking show! Yeah,
1: I remember that.
0: I used to watch him on the Fight Network when I lived in Ontario Yeah. because yep. I'd see Brian Christopher. Oh, was what, like,
1: was oh, the, what was the announcer's name? He was he was uh, <sighs> he was an African gentleman and
0: i can't remember he died
1: a couple years ago actually in a car accident yeah i can't remember his name though but he he was like the best best part of it
0: isn't that too also like the the same building and stuff where it was like that dude was like jerry you raped that little girl or something
1: probably man oh (laughs) do you remember that promo yeah i do who said who did that promo i can't
0: remember ah fuck that's the one upside to doing stuff alive is sometimes the chat can help you out.
1: Oh god, Matt Sterling. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Or goddamn encyclopedia.
0: Fact checker. Alright. I missed uh, that.
1: I'm gonna i I'm gonna Google Jerry, you raped
0: a little girl. <laughs> Memphis Wrestling. <laughs> Put Memphis Wrestling in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need fuck feds come busting in the door. Um Doug Gilbert. Yes, Doug Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is Eddie Gilbert's brother or something, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Oh God damn. God. Yeah, you raped that little girl, Jerry. <laughs> it's like fucking hell, man. The fe- like how how did that make it anywhere? Like I doubt that show goes live. Right there's no way that show goes live. I doubt it. Like right, not, especially back then. Like now it's like anything can go live if you've got fucking OBS. Right, like, but Jesus Christ, it's just absolutely insane. Uh, but yeah, they would uh, they would uh, go through Memphis wrestling, and uh, but with obviously a much reduced roster because this is two thousand three. You know, you got AJ Styles is not there. Um, obviously, Kurt Henning is not there you know the 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 public enemy is not there. there's a lot of people not there either because uh of of untimely deaths or just getting hired onto the w w e like Hulk hogan <laughs> right so like <laughs> Well, yeah, I, like he's he's only in like ten seconds. Sable's snips.
1: back in WWE at this point too. Yeah, you, you'd assume so. Roddy Piper, if Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper too. are, then Sable would be. Yeah. Uh, well, Roddy was doing um the Sean O'Hare stuff, and he had Br- the, Ho- the Hogan, <laughs> the Hogan thing, and then they did the fucking snooker shit on SmackDown. Yeah. Two years later again,
0: because isn't Jimmy snooker Junior. That's Domino, Deuce, Deuce, is Deuce. Cliff Compton, or
1: Domino's Cliff Domino's Compton. Domino's Cliff
0: Compton, yeah, yeah. Deuce. The yeah. good one. Yeah, he's the good one.
1: <laughs> Actually, uh, you know what? I really like that fucking frog splash. that Jimmy I Ju- will say. Jimmy Jr. had a good frog splash.
0: Like, like we could even forego even talking about much about that match when we come up to it, just because, like, the only real takeaway from that match is that to me it's like oh yeah these guys you know both of them not the worst things in the world you know what i mean like this is not this is not by no means a great match but it's like better than than anything british storm touches <laughs> like that guy fucking that guy it stinks like he's fucking garbage it's
1: pretty bad um we got a couple uh Pretty bad big guys on this show.
0: Vapor, that's who. Uh, Vapor, yeah. V- which is which is Sakoda. Yeah, don't
1: get me started on that one. I got something for that one, that match.
0: That's Jimmy Snooker Jr.
1: I, yeah, I got something for that match. Okay, then
0: okay, yeah. then we won't we won't blow our load on much. that match. It ain't
1: you know. even about Jimmy Jr.
0: Okay, well, okay, nope. That's that's fucking true. Man. fucking Sonny Ono. Uh, <laughs> let's see here uh during july 2005 obviously this is when the xwf released this dvd called the you know lost episodes of the xwf featuring 19 matches uh an interview with hulk hogan is on this a 10 minute interview
1: i tried to watch it it's terrible
0: i imagine it's fucking terrible
1: just listening to that guy's voice oh
0: i know who you talking about hulk hogan or nobs
1: oh (laughs) I I don't like listening to Hulk's or Terry's voice, but um, Brian's. Oh my god. I never liked Brian Knobs in general. No, me
0: neither. I was always a Jerry Sides guy. Dude, I
1: watched Hogan Knows Best before I've seen a single Nasty Boys match, and to see Brian Knobs as this fat, disgusting uh, fucking scubby person.
0: With crutches all the time.
1: Oh man, he was just the most disgusting fuck. He was like Don Vito from Viva La Bam, but (laughs) just
0: not cross-eyed
1: but not cross-eyed like he w- he was like that character so like by the time i started actually like getting a, f- a taste in wrestling i i did you not want anything to do with them i yeah. was like jerry sags has to be better like yeah. he has to be
0: i did de- i definitely and think jerry I sags think is that. much better
1: but thank god for that wcw arc man that totally like turned the nasty boys around for me
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, Fuck, like they are, they are <laughs> what a good a team, team when they want to be. Man. They Holy are a good shit. team. Um, but like, That's why I
1: look at Brian now and I'm like, what have you become? <laughs> Dude, you used to be, you used to be like good. Yeah. <laughs> you just wasted
0: it. Yeah, he's just fucking, what did you do, bro? I think your
1: friend's going to help you out
0: with that. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure a huge portion of it is his knees got fucked and he couldn't really work out the same. That's what I assume. Like, a if lot he of ever wrestling. worked out at all, really, he never yeah. had a work a, a guy who works out. I'm probably. sure he
1: probably pumps oh, yeah, I'm sure everyone that was wrestling in the 80s probably lifted some weights to get some big arms, yeah, fat gut, yeah, you know, because they couldn't do a crunch to save their life,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 cross what, uh, but no, uh, let's see here, uh, lastly. And I think we might have brushed on this before, but uh, the last kind of noteworthy news that would ever come out about the XWF is that in 2006, the WWE licensed a match of Hulk Hogan taking on Kurt Henning for the Hulk Hogan mythology, which I'm thinking is like, we looked for that match and couldn't find it. It's on that fucking DVD. Don't you have it?
1: I have it. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, Okay, yeah, oh well, too late. I couldn't find it.
1: <laughs> As if a Hulk Hogan and Kurt Henning match would even be good listening. In 2001. Like, dude, do you really yeah. want to listen to us review a fucking no. match of Hulk Hogan and Kurt Henning from 01? Nobody. Nobody oh, wants.
0: Nobody even needs to hear. It's not. Sometimes it's not what you want. It's about what you need, and that is something you do not need. At that point, uh, just,
1: just go watch it. Like, fuck. Yeah, it. Yeah.
0: It's probably like six minutes long, like...
1: Oh, well, you know, like, Mr. Perfect gets the heat. Hulk Hogan just makes a fool out of Kurt right at the end of the match. Big boot,
0: leg drop, boom.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kurt's going to sell great for Hulk, but, like, what else you got?
0: I wonder what he would have worn. The yellow shorties? Or the tie-dye long boys?
1: I think the tie-dye long boys.
0: Probably did wear it. Because, yeah, he was wearing the tie-dye in Japan.
1: That was in 03. Oh, that world four three. Uh, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even know. I thought the tie dye long boys came in in 0-2 but maybe he had them in O one. Oh, uh, what if they're just the red long boys? Red long boys with the yellow stripe and the belt.
0: Oh, the the uh, parade in WCW the Dodge Viper pants.
1: Um, the Bash of the Beach.
0: Yeah, same thing you wore at Bash at the Beach too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: Here we are, just like wondering what Hulk Hogan was wearing
0: (laughs) in 2001. Damn.
1: (laughs) The weird things that wrestling makes you
0: think of. It would be a trip, though, if he was just wearing, like, those fucking... The
1: Queen died today, and we're wondering what yeah, Hulk Hogan was... wore in oh, November yeah. of 2001. Ooh, the Queen. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Everyone's, yeah. like, talking about, like, it's actually going to make a difference, like, what happens. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Another old person takes over for another old person just to parade them around until they're fucking fragile and old. It's, Wonderful. It's...
0: <laughs> oh, dude, he wears the shorties, I think. He
1: wore the short yellows?
0: Hold on here. Yeah! Yeah. Here, I'll show it to you. Hulk Hogan wearing the shorties in 2001. There it is.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Buddy, buddy. And Mr. Perfect's wearing the fucking oranges. Oh. Oh yeah, he's
0: he's in his uh, he's in his Mr. Perfect best.
1: I liked his I liked his attire on this show. Oh the, yeah, the yellow and blues. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. What a it was weird a different, a different color
0: scheme, hey? Uh, it's, it's it's yeah, it was an odd choice, but hey, fucking go with it, bro. Fucking go with it. it. It's it's just really weird. There's also like a a picture of like them doing the the pot like the. Test the strength. of strength and Kurt's face is right in the midsection of Hulk Hogan. Like how many dudes have Hulk Hogan had in his dick? Just in wrestling matches alone. I
1: was about to say I can't Not... answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I right,
0: like like I mean, let's fa- let, let let let's be real here. I'm sure Jimmy Hart or Ed Leslie went down there at one point in time.
1: I'm Considering sure. how they had a really weird relationship, yeah, I is. bet you Vince McMahon might have grazed it with his lips. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just give it a nice, subtle kiss on the tip. No, just no. a, <laughs> Just fucking the worst name <laughs> Who's <sighs> a big boy? <laughs> oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Must be why they call you the Hulkster. Big Vince fluffed man. him up
1: before no holds barred. It wasn't even a fucking sex
0: scene. <laughs> Just, Just the appeal. It's got to ooze. It's got to be ready in case if the accident happens. That big dick energy. That's right. I coined that. This fucking stupid stuff. Uh but yeah, no. That's is. Is it's surprising how long we spoke about Hulk Hogan's attire. That's, that's, I mean, that. That's sad. That's the, if CM Punk was here, he would say that it's, it's fucking pathetic. It's embarrassing.
1: Well, I, it's would also call, I would also call his Hangman's Lariat pathetic as well. It's
0: true. It's true. I would also call. And his diction. His diction?
1: Yeah, like his his composure.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was like, Diction. God damn! I was like, "You gonna make me break out fucking Google here, bruh?
1: You gonna make me break out the dictionary?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish. Where's Where's the airy concompl? <laughs> Diction, airy. <laughs> oh god! Oh god damn! It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point in time here, we might as well get into the episode. And, and so we've already talked about the the missing Jimmy. I uh, know we're not talking about, like, uh, like I think. This, was that an old-timey word for a dick? Or was it an old-timey word for a, for a fucking condom?
1: I think condom. A Jimmy,
0: yeah? I think yeah?
1: condom, yeah. Yeah. I also refer to Jimmy's as sprinkles. Like sprinkles that you put on ice cream.
0: You, you're going to put Jimmy's on it?
1: Well, okay. There's an episode of <laughs> there's an episode of The Simpsons from like season eleven, right?
0: Having some ice cream. Hey, you want some Jimmy's? <laughs> what?
1: All right, okay. There's an episode of The Simpsons from season eleven. Since we don't have much to talk about on this episode, uh, who gives a fuck, right? Oh yeah. Um, where Marge? Or no, okay. Otto marries this lady, and he divorces her because like poison. He, he goes and rides off with poison and drinks with them or something oh, like, like the that. The Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Poison sings at Otto's wedding, right? Of course, the bus driver Otto. So Becky, who is Otto's fiancé, is living with the Simpsons. And turns out, she's a better mom than Marge ever could be. So it ends up at an ice cream parlor. And um, I think Marge has a freak out and breaks a glass ice cream cone and tries to threaten Becky. But then... Um, all the ice cream guys come out and it's just a bunch of teenagers <coughs> and marge is like
0: watch out i got jimmies. <laughs> and,
1: no, not the jimmies and then he she throws them and like they get in his eyes and shit and from then on i'm just like i want to call sprinkles jimmies
0: jimmies i i I'm, I'm looking at photos of this episode and i just like i don't remember this episode at all was it season 11 um that'd be amazing Let's see here. Episode 247. It was the 21st episode of season 11.
1: Oh, man. Goddamn. Yep. We're Simpsons trivia in my area. I'd be bringing <laughs> right. home some fucking jackpots. Dude,
0: dude. dude. I just, I'd just go just to say I was winning team. <laughs> really? Because like, I'm, I'm sure... Now, I will say I work with some fucking heavy Simpsons trivia dudes. Oh, but, man. But at the same time, though, it, it, it's... It's the for them. It seems to be more of like quotes. They just know quotes. I, I like the Simpsons quotes. Yeah. Whereas like, you have knowledge of just like weird things that happened and just yeah, like, yeah. Like, What happened in this? I'm not episode. good with
1: quotes, man. Like I remember when I went out like at my last workplace, people used to like always refer to like Wayne's World quotes. And like, I've seen the movie at least fifty times, both of them. Yeah. And
0: but the quotes never stuck I, 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 I just
1: don't re- retain that shit you know like
0: same thing with me I have
1: more of a visual memory
0: yeah more yeah. or less I, I'm I'm the same way I'd uh, uh, the the quotes don't necessarily stick out to me but like I'll fucking like notice this dude in the background that's not like just out of place right you know? yeah like, and, yeah yeah but it means different people's brains are wired differently and you know people change <laughs> people change man people, change, right? people fucking change just the way it is people change <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so so let's see how long we can go back into this episode for uh the oh, re-
1: don't worry i got more <laughs> <sequiturs>. <laughs> the
0: uh there's a recap of the with the week prior and, and if you never had this on DVD and you're watching it week by week and you did not see the week prior, I don't think you would have a goddamn clue what was going on because everything's so quick and, and everything is superimposed behind a wall of fire that covers most of the screen and you just see a portion of a square and it's like, what the fuck is going on?
1: There's no trajectory on these shows because there's no, no world title. No. The only title is the Cruiserweight title. Crazy enough. And the main storyline if there's any is between roddy piper and rena
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: it's everything it's it. that inhibits a wrestling company to actually have longevity
0: at the end of this episode we would begin a feud between buff and vampiro technically okay but uh but which is nothing i really want to what
1: say kind of marquee match is that
0: not one
1: you're not even gonna have kurt henning and vampiro be your marquee match kurt henning is your biggest guy besides for hulk hogan dare i say singles
0: yeah yeah probably at, at this point in time I, i'd imagine so uh i mean he's, he's no british storm travis or dresden
1: oh don't get me started on dresden tyler
0: yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll be coming up here in a minute. Finally. Um, finally, yeah, on the last episode. At least we got to see him. Uh, mean Gene is joined in the ring by Rena, who is with her security, which ends up happening to be Barbarian, Tugboat, and 4x4. Man, the
1: Shockmaster was there?
0: Shockmaster, yeah. Yeah, that was her security. 4x4? Yeah. Is that Roadblock? Uh, no. No. <laughs> No, uh, who's four by four by four, <laughs> five, four wrestler? Let's see if a picture will draw you. Uh, cash, okay. four, four. let's see. Let's say, uh, let's say, let's see. nothing. Uh... He's also known as this guy named Cash. Um, I wonder where I got that fucking tidbit of information because I don't know this fucking guy. 4x4 Cassius or Cash. He's trained by the WCW Power Plant. He, Let's see where he might have had some matches. Uh, It shows here that he has had a total of eight matches. Oh, Teddy Reed? Is this who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he's had like eight matches. Oh, well, good for him. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably had more. He was somehow in a WCW World Heavyweight title Normal contendership battle royal. He's and a very
1: large man. He is a very large man.
0: So, so there you go. There you go. Those guys are Sable's security.
1: Sable dresses the exact same way for a job at a, as a CEO. As my last general manager used to. Power suit? No, a fucking goddamn boudoir dress. Oh, that's
0: fair. That's weird. It's weird that your boss would wear that to work.
1: Uh, I feel like you automatically don't take your job seriously if you're wearing a dress to work. Where's the tiara, bitch? Like,
0: fuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: can say that because I'm not there.
0: (laughs) Anyways. You got a fucking sash for that fucking... (laughs) He looks like a fool without the sash, bro.
1: Besides for that, these shows are no better produced, man, than like fucking SmackDown one for PS2 PS1's career mode. Like it's just generic music, oh, yeah. fucking rigid cuts, fucking bad camera angles, and like the like did I say generic music? Cause, yeah. cause, can I hammer that one home?
0: <laughs> There's an obvious last resort ripoff. Right? And everybody uses it.
1: It's like every cutscene where someone attacks someone from behind is like every cutscene in XWF. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let me me see here. Marty Jannetty and AJ Styles both use the Last Resort ripoff theme. So, because I got it here. Marty Jannetty comes out to an obvious Last Resort cover and it's like, holy shit, AJ Styles uses the same theme song.
1: Well, I mean, Dresden came out to the XWF theme but slowed down. (laughs) yes he did yes 100% they slowed that stuff down like times 10 and instead like they like probably like two steps down
0: I would say that's fucking that's so sad (laughs) that's fucking sad dude uh
1: and that was my bit for the Dresden match. Oh, wait, no, I have more. Never mind, never mind. Actually, I got nothing about the match, just like three shots at Dresden. <laughs> four! I got four! Uh, three now that I said the, the theme, though.
0: Well, you might as well give them to me, rapid fire them.
1: Okay, so Dresden looks like Ludwig Borga and Brackis' testu baby. I think he has an iron cross on his suspenders. <laughs> Did you just do the fucking
0: Tsushima fucking vision at that point in time?
1: No, Iron Cross, like the, the Nazi Iron oh, Cross. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's big and red and, like, it looks like something Lemmy would wear. Oh. And last but not least, Dresden looks like Jack from Tekken, only it was his shitty brother, Joe. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? I know who Jack from Tekken is too. Uh <laughs> fucking stupid shit. Uh, yeah. I had really nothing other than like Dresden looks like he came from cucking your neighbor's husband BDSM style, right? Like it's just so like stakes. You know, Dresden buddy, you, you didn't get over with us. <laughs> not even in the last bit. Not even at all. Not at all. No, uh,
1: he has to wear like a suit of metal so he can sound like Jack when he moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking just it's, just, it's as if Alex Wright as Berlin was just on the roids. Brackets. <laughs> yeah, I guess why didn't they just it be Luther Borga?
1: Like shit, yeah. man, you got.
0: There's a documentary coming out about Ludwig Borga, called, like, Vicky or something like that. Well, he was a politician, too, though. I think so, yeah. But But he killed himself, didn't he? I'm not 100% sure, to be completely honest with you. So I don't want to just, like, speak out of turn. Uh, But, no, I'm pretty sure there is. How do you spell Ludwig? Ludwig Borga. Let's see. Ludwig Vorga, yeah, Tony Helm. Former member of Finnish Parliament. So yeah, he was he was uh, he was in politics for sure. Um how did he die? What was he called And was he Ludwig Vorga? That's what he was called in WWE, right? Ludwig Vorga, yeah. Um let's see, he died at forty seven. Let's see. Death Self-inflicted gunshot wound, yeah.
1: Unless, it was a "quote unquote" self-inflicted gu- gunshot wound. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Uh, well, I I just wanted to get all like fucking, you know, narrow-brained conspiracy theorist on you, and just be like, <laughs> well, he he probably got shot by the Finnish government.
0: <laughs> Buzzfeed, give goes the call. We got this. We fucking got this. What? No, say BuzzFeed, give us a call. We got the headlines. <laughs> yeah. What if it was a quote unquote?
1: Oh man. Uh, you were talking about YouTube shorts earlier. Let's get that on a YouTube short. Oh man, we'll go viral. <laughs> Boom.
0: You the fucking little bit more. Uh let's uh yeah.
1: We'll what? get like that that uh, automated girls' voice from TikTok that sounds like an AI. Do you remember? Ludwig Borga from the WWF. I hate This is him TikTok now so much.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate TikTok so goddamn That's uh, the worst thing to ever happen. Um uh, like there's certain things that I don't mind about it. I like
1: seeing a random yeah. video that my girlfriend shows me like once every two days, but I don't know. Like Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 yeah. like it's like the, it's porn thing. But then again, if like we were, like, back in the day, that would have happened on YouTube or, like, fucking Tosh.0 or something like that. that yeah, would, yeah. Would seen you, it anyway.
0: you you would see it, but, like, it, it's it's still... It, it's more prevalent now. Like, you can you can definitely get a hold of it much easier. Um, do you,
1: would you say that the South Philly Posse would like corn?
0: Lottie, donty, donty. I bet you they do. Because,
1: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It has the juice after all.
0: <laughs> it does. It does. Because, uh, yeah, Miss Jasmine St. Clair probably has the juice too.
1: Yeah. Mate, yeah. Well, I mean, she's a porn star after all. She
0: is. And, and she obviously likes the Johnny Grunge body type because of Blue Meanie. Yeah. Right? And so. Yeah, I suppose I mean,
1: so. It's all about the personality.
0: <laughs> all about it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just definitely. 100%.
1: Johnny i'll tell you man he does not look well no like the way that he moved in the ring like was, that's like way down the line in in this episode but ah damn public enemy did not
0: look no, good no no rock didn't look good either and like rock or Ra- rock would he last, would die like, a in a year, year. Like, yeah yeah 2002 so
1: now it doesn't it doesn't help that they're fucking wrestling the Shane twins.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Oh man, just
0: the. That's not going to help you at all.
1: It doesn't help anyone, man. The Road Warriors could wrestle them and and win in five seconds. It'll still be a terrible match.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Now, before we get too ahead of ourselves, we should preface that I mean, like, there's not much to talk about in this show, but we might as well touch on some of the more important things. Uh, while me, Gene is with Rena and her security, which brought us off on a completely ta- different tangent. Uh, <laughs> he starts just poking the bear, trying to get the dirt on the issues between her and Piper, and she says she doesn't air XWF's dirty laundry, buddy. Punk, you should have listened to Rena. Talk about people not listening. You should have listened to Sable, bro.
1: When Sable is more right than you, you've got an issue on your hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh you then uh, asked Well
1: Hold on. Oh, never mind, never mind. It's not even a good joke. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No man. worries. No I'm worries, sorry. man. You
0: know what? All you did was interrupt me saying that he asked uh Sable if she has a main event and she says uh, she doesn't make the matches, so let's go see Piper. And it's like, Well, you don't have a
1: you imagine that—that's a, pr- what a that- loose show. What a CEO right there! I don't give a shit about yeah. what you put on; just uh, make
0: it work. What's the main event for tonight? What are we selling this show on? Why are we going How are we gonna keep people? Other than Josh Matthews, oh. who do we have on this roster? I love Josh. <laughs> it's Josh, a <laughs> big shitty wrestler. He's got no juice. Skinny as Looks fuck. Looks like he's in a boy
1: band.
0: <laughs> it's not quite the tune of the song, but hey. You were, you were kind of. You don't I gotta you're, like it. You gotta try it. I get. I get what you were doing. I was you're, close. You're making, on you're the making you don't gotta like it. You
1: gotta try it. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I swear to God, I'm
1: a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> guys, guys, please tell Travis he's a good singer. It means a lot to him. Anyways. Uh, it doesn't actually. No, no. Uh, we did get promos from, uh, from Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and then Hulk Hogan, who goes on to state, "XWF was wrestling's best kept secret." What was that, man? I don't understand what it means. <laughs>
1: and if you're if you're in the know, or if you're on the level of of this at the moment of how these vignettes go with Hulk Hogan, where he says one non sequitur about yeah. XWF and then cuts off,
0: or he just says, "In your
1: face, something." But this episode in particular, he has the weirdest non-sequiturs of all. Yeah, uh, that is one of them. The next one I found was a little more uncomfortable, but um, yeah, lay it on me, hanging and banging with the XWF <laughs> in your face. What is he a fucking radio VJ? <laughs>
0: hanging like, and banging. Today we're hanging and banging In your face <laughs> 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 but like I'm hanging I'm banging in your face it Just see if like some <laughs> dude's just fucking thrusting his dick in your face like Slabbing it hogan has got the
1: weirdest fucking phrases man Like hanging and banging What are you up to Hulk Oh i just, just hanging, hanging and banging, banging brother
0: bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean Are you nude uh, and just uh, fucking whatever fuck. as a whole Or like I don't I know, know.
0: That's, that's probably the line that worked on Bubba the Love Sponge so his wife. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The next thing that would come up is Marty Jannetty taking on Dresden. We have exhausted that match <laughs> to all in. Uh, we do not need to talk about that. I've used up that. all my notes on it. Yes, yes, we've used up all of our quarters. Uh, <laughs> Horace Hogan takes on Josh Matthews. Speaking of, you know, loving Josh, he's got no juice.
1: You don't want to talk about Greg, Val- Greg the Hammer Valentine's last appearance
0: on this podcast? I don't even have it on uh, note of it. Oh,
1: well, he knocks on Piper's door, and he cuts Did a promo. Did he prom- really? He, yeah, he, he, he knocks on Piper's door. He's wearing a suit, and he's, like, cutting a promo on the door about how...
0: <laughs> you fucking door? <laughs> and he's like, how dare you get in my way? I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. You don't Valentine. have me
1: written on the sheet again tonight. I'll tell you, I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. I deserve to be on the sheet.
0: Like when was the last prevalent match Greg the Hammer Valentine had?
1: I recall nineteen (laughs) eighty (laughs) three.
0: Was <laughs> that the dog collar man? <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking hell! Uh, Greg Valentine. I
1: don't know, Shade man. Well, Rhythm match. and Blues. He had a match with Rhythm and Blues, oh, but Funky Tonk Man, right? That's probably the last one. Survivor like, Series. No,
0: I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going in with the. Uh, I'm just. I just want to see his last like match before, like, see what he was doing to deserve a a guaranteed spot on the show. Um. Oh, Jesus. 2019. I feel like this guy's been going strong over the last few years. Um, oh, gotta go to the second page of cage match. That's how much he's wrestled in He the is last.
1: definitely the type of person that would wrestle in Grand Prairie.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably has. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see here. In 2001, he was doing some NWA Florida. He... Uh, <laughs> He fought Dan Severin In the year 2000 At wrestling in Oshawa Which is (laughs) in Wisconsin It's just a town Oshawa I don't know Uh, NWL ECCW Midwest (laughs) Yeah I mean like When was the last time you were on TV, motherfucker? I'm in 1998. Uh, It's
1: on Heroes of Wrestling.
0: Okay, Uh, January 17th, 1998, WCW Saturday Night. It's the last time you... now that Heroes of Wrestling. When was that?
1: Heroes of Wrestling 1999. Was it? Yeah. Now something tells me he must have. Who did he face? I have no idea. I've never watched the show. Okay. Something tells me, though, he must oh, have had a George
0: Steele.
1: Ugh. He must have had a match on WWE TV like, in the last 25 years. He had to have. After 2010, good lord, was he not on WrestleMania 25 against Chris Jericho? Was uh, a- oh, no, it was Roddy Piper. No, nah, they're going to do Roddy Piper, Greg Valentine, and Jimmy Snuka, But then Jericho was like, no, let's put Ricky in there. That's what happened, right?
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, no, he yeah, he didn't wrestle a match with WWE at all. DNA doesn't doesn't look like it, no. Oh, um,
1: well, I mean, I'm happy because like Greg Valentine, I think it's just like the most worst raisinette of them all.
0: 2011 he was on a JCW show, <laughs> not oh, TV. Oh man, could
1: you imagine being a Juggalo and seeing that dude? Oh, that is just... Juggalo
0: Championship <laughs> Wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was, like, the, the jersey.
1: This guy seems, like, anti-everything when it comes to our, uh, <laughs> well, you know, like, our lifestyle.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I got no interest in Grey Valentine, in the least at all, in no possible way, shape, or form.
1: Oh, speaking as a juggalo.
0: Oh, Tattoo. <laughs> 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 yeah no there's there's nothing yeah has yeah. this show gone off the rails or are we still doing good oh we're going. I, I'm totally fucking fine with this show <laughs> I am totally fucking fine but Horace Hogan and Josh Matthews
1: oh god the future of the business Josh oh yeah
0: yeah yeah dollar store Jeff Hardy
1: man he gets whooped
0: oh yeah fucking whooped in this match yeah just, yeah I, I,
1: I swear to god I have a I have a theory about this and I think that Hulk sent Horace after
0: Josh to protect the spot brother probably, i would have been uh, pretty uh pretty scared if i was Hogan. Uh,
1: i think he sent him right after them fucking shoot probably, probably probably worked
0: himself in one do your do your uncle a favor take him out at the knees he has got no charisma
1: but i'll tell you what i heard the sheik brother was going to take my knees out there by the Vern Gangny
0: that no, was back and break his back make you humble oh I
1: thought he's going to take his knees
0: no, out no he's going to break his back and camel clutch and make you humble
1: mm, yeah, yeah break him with that fucking stiff cock yeah. that he had yeah. there for that match fuck, your,
0: fuck you in your ass and make you humble
1: yeah. have you ever seen those photos of that match yeah he's he got the he, fucking full on
0: erection he looks like he's pretty fucking aroused oh dude there, yeah. that's fucking weird it is it is really weird uh but uh yeah horse would end up uh you know going you know a little too far, yeah. he would uh, he would slam Josh, uh, put him in for a pin, get a two, but he would lift him up. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not done. And then Josh would roll him up and get the win. Because Josh, everybody loves Josh. Sable, Rena loves Josh. He is the future, after all. He is the future. Uh, speaking <laughs> of the future, uh, Jimmy Hart introduces his next client, Hell.
1: Hell, according to Jimmy Hart. According Hell. to
0: Jimmy Jimmy Hart's name is Hell. Hell.
1: I Hell thought baby. I looked at him for a second. I'm like, I forget your name. For a second, I thought it was Horace Hogan.
0: You like, <laughs> I might notice that all these new dudes all look exactly the same
1: Ian Harrison, Horace Hogan. Pretty, hail. Yeah. Hail.
0: Uh, hail. The
1: wall looks different. I like the wall, I, I've always yeah. liked the wall. I, now I didn't like him as the wall. No, I like him as malice. Malice
0: in TNA. I, I liked think him as that malice, dude too. when he got in shape, he had potential. And
1: mind you, that dude was actually like older than all of them. Mm-hmm. He was he was born in 1953 when he and he died. How like, the
0: fuck do you just throw that in your fucking brain? Like,
1: well, okay, I'm I'm,
0: I'm, I'm no I'll, to I'll tell you that here. because
1: he was in the tribute at the end of the show, and he was born in 53 while. Uh, Hawk, Kurt Henning, and the other guy that they promoted, uh, Rockle Rock, if I do believe, yep. were all born past fifty-six. Fair so enough. Malice, who started later than them all,
0: well, well, wasn't on TV until. Later I'm
1: sure he's a power plant all. guy, though.
0: Oh, I actually, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all.
1: <clears throat> so that—that's what I mean because he started in WWE, uh, WCW, without any prior like. I don't know reputation elsewhere, right? So I was just assumed power plant, and yeah, he was born in fifty three, and so he was older than all those guys when they when they died. Yeah, and he just got his one big break. Did he not win the NWA title once though? Like he, he did. Yeah, I am
0: pretty sure he was NWA champion
1: because he was one of the cooler parts of that first year of TNA because that first year of TNA is so bad, and is, especially the heavyweight division because, like, I mean, you are you are relying on Scott Hall and. Oh,
0: God. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. No.
1: No, but he wrestled a lot for it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, he he was trained at the WCW Power Plant in 1994. Wow. He debuted on March 17, 1996, as Hellraiser uh, on USA Wrestling. Um,. 1997, Hellraiser made his ECW debut against Balls Mahoney. Um, more more shows in '98 against in ECW against Tommy Rogers and the FBI, and then he would basically go on to oh, imagine '98 in NWA wrestling against EWR Revenge Future Star Jr. Ryder.
1: Ooh, chair Ryder, i remember him wow these great overalls Where you're like i wonder how dude, good this wrestler yeah. is it's like, gotta hire not this seeing guy, a matt striker with a y match until we fucking did this uh, yeah. podcast yeah
0: fucking unibrow baby but yeah oh. the best stats dude yeah the best great stats,
1: stats. And i'm like i'm you gonna wanna, give you a win because you, you got a got a unibrow man. you want to
0: know something uh playing ewr i remember and this just popped in my head now um i remember hiring cm punk he got upset so i started hiring his friends i hired a, a- steel and <laughs> changed his name to sabu and changed his picture to sabu and it's like good a sabu with good stats sweet here we go
1: oh sabu had like 60 stats <laughs> he always overall had, right he always had it was pretty stats. bad oh that's so funny i used to have a steel on my roster all the time because he had like an 80 plus overall and i'm like yeah. oh great so like i think by proxy i just thought oh man punk is Awesome, Cole Cabana's awesome. Ha- yeah. Only having seen one Cole Cabana match at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was always one of my main guys because the stats are just so goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, he so the wall went by Big John, Gigantis, Hellraiser, Sergeant A. Wall, Malice, uh, Snuff, Ugh. and the wall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he went by Snuff at. Oh when he was the protege of bam bam bigelow i guess this is when they were in usa wrestling uh yeah usa Re- no when he was he was the protege of bam bam bigelow and he was called snuff then gross yeah fucking weird anyways Anyways, I don't even have Malice in my notes either. He's just like a five second promo, right?
1: He was, but when I saw him, I immediately I, I knew him like immediately. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, because from TNA he had a completely different look. Yeah, yeah. But then he then he would end up getting hired in TNA though after this. So that,
1: that yeah, that dude had fucking potential. I think. I, yeah, I think he actually had potential.
0: Um, um, DDP,
1: DDP potential, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm past forty, but I'm yeah, going. Yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm coming whether you want me there or not. Uh, this would lead us to the Shane Twins and South Philly Posse. I think we might have talked about them as much well, as we can Waller over
1: Jasmine St. Clair. Asks, mm. um, is she actually a wrestler? As if he had no prior knowledge. Yeah, ever. as
0: if he hasn't fucking jerked it to her fucking Yeah, before like the come match. on,
1: buddy. So, Shane Twins, first three episodes, every episode, eh?
0: Every episode.
1: Crazy. Oh, my God. Just terrible.
0: booking those bald sons of bitches to the goddamn moon.
1: Oh, they went nowhere. But
0: uh, no, None of these matches have ever ended with a pinfall, though.
1: No, because it keeps on being a schmoz with the Nasty Boys or the Road yeah. Warriors, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I fell asleep watching this match. <laughs> I'm um, not
1: going to lie, man. Um, I skipped through this match. I, I skipped through it because i saw the first 30 seconds and i saw how badly public Enemy was moving around mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was like you know what i literally have better things to do <laughs> i literally do yep. and you know what considering how we've gotten this much out of the podcast i think i made a good decision
0: yeah you i i'm glad i caught a fucking few seconds to of sleep some Z's, man. Yeah, you got some yeah. Z's, not uh, a Z's. It, it it would end up being the last bit I would watch. I would turn it off after that. Once I came to, and yeah. the match was over, I was like, "I'm done with this." Oh, I understand. Show. I understand. Um, but uh, anyways, anyways, uh, we'd have the Mean Gene in the ring with Snoke and his son. Piper would interject, make coconut jokes, blah blah blah. It's just not good. Not good. Piper is, like, for a guy who is such a good talker in this show. I... <sighs> Dude, after
1: 1997 WCW.
0: Oh, he fell off a cliff.
1: I think, like, the WWE, he wasn't cutting good promos ever, ever when he got there. Like, yeah. 03, you want to talk about 03? Yeah, no. Like, after that, he'd come back and do Piper's Pits. They all fucking sucked. Yeah, like that dude just rambles. I, I think it's probably my most controversial take on wrestling is that that I think Roddy Piper is not all that.
0: In from uh, when you look at that part of the career, one hundred percent. But I mean, I I when I think of Roddy Piper, nineteen ninety two and before,
1: (laughs) yeah, I, I, I can agree.
0: Even even his his promos in '97 are good.
1: They're they're good, but, but like it kind of lacks that. Like I I feel like the dude was like everything before like his hips went out. Yeah, like I think it, once his hips went out, he couldn't really be the total package that he used they, to be. You're right? probably right. Yeah, of his former self. Yeah, like
0: '90. Yeah, I would say '93 around that era, '92 or whatever. The match with brett is probably the the last real time you know he was the full package you know what i mean and that was a great match oh great match and then roddy piper was great beyond like prior to that
1: i always like when i was a kid i liked him but i also didn't grow up with him yeah so i don't have that you know i don't have that um like nostalgic attachment to him
0: the big match i remember is roddy piper bad news uh bad news allen that would have been um, WrestleMania six, of course. That's uh, when uh, Piper's half black.
1: Yeah, and he couldn't erase it off of his body. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I used to paint him half black all the time on my LGM figure.
1: Uh, I could see that he had a lot of
0: paint on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to paint him half black all the time because that's just, it was just like yeah, that's fucking cool. Oh man, man like
1: I, I think the coolest thing. <laughs> About, like, watching wrestling before, like, this day and age where, like, you have so much at your disposal is that wrestlers were, like, myths. Yeah. You know, like, certain wrestlers to me were mythic because I've never really seen them wrestle, but I know them because, like, you've got the figures and you talk about them and they're larger than life. Yeah. And, like... You know, once you see them, you're like, oh, wow, I'm finally going to see Roddy Piper wrestle a match. This is a big deal, obviously, right?
0: Like, how many times did I see a Warlord match? But I had his fucking action figure. Yeah, oh,
1: his action figure, and I was like, Warlord, that's a badass looking motherfucker, <laughs> yeah, dude, you know? Yeah, dude, he's
0: great suit, bro. Yeah, so. Can't do a lick of shit in the ring. That,
1: that was the fun part, I think, about being a kid and watching wrestling, man. It like, that was, it, it just made it so much more exciting.
0: Just so much yeah. more exciting. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I always And then too like, that, That's where it comes to help With having a certain look You know what I mean Like like a certain flashiness Because like, you look at that Macho Man figure With tassels The hat All that right And then you put that side by side To a Hacksaw Jim Duggan figure And you tell me Which one you're drawn to the most
1: Well exactly right It's Macho
0: Man Cause he just and and as a kid, he's got Pringles for arms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're curled perfectly. Uh, it'd be it, it's it's the perfect uh, just a kid's going to fucking go all for that. Not the dude in just blue shorts. I uh, was first. I was going to do uh, the Ravishing Rick Rude figure because he's super skinny for some weird fucking reason.
1: Yeah, he's got a very narrow waist. Yeah, but then again. Uh, you know, no homo. He does have a very narrow waist. Yeah.
0: But even his legs are like super fucking like small.
1: Rick rude was more like a dude from nowadays. Yeah. He was from back then. Yeah. Like very fucking lean, agile, fucking back his ass up on the mic oh yeah like uh, i think rick rude like if we were still doing double features that would be a guy i would love to do a double feature on
0: that is fair because he, yeah. he just such an underrated guy you know he, he, like, he such oh, an underrated wrestler yeah. well i mean in in, in, in certain circles anyways in i would say circles. in all circles man ah uh, you don't think he's a good worker Oh, I, of Are you talking I about do. like in certain
1: opinions? I I
0: no, I'm saying that like in certain circles, I'm sure people uh, do look at him, and uh, I'm sure he's not underrated. In certain oh, circles.
1: sure, sure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: like true. like my circle, right? Like nobody says a bad thing about. Rick Rude ever. I I would say,
1: yeah. I always consider underrated being that they never got a fair shot.
0: Well, well, yeah. I to me underrated is like the the public opinion. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. What people think of them, kind sure. of deal. Yeah. Uh, underutilized, I would say maybe. But like then again, under you know, it's 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 your definition, bro. I get you. It's my diction, area <laughs> yeah, My diction. Wait for it, Arie. Now that's something that you'd look back on in, in the future and say, that's cringy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what have you? Even in that TV show. I, I can't watch that TV show again. I'll never watch that TV show no. ever
1: again. No. I'll never even say its name.
0: No. How about your Who? AJ Styles takes on Kid Cash. And, uh, you know, it's a good match. So I mean for, like, a couple minutes?
1: Yeah, kid Cash moves around great, you know. He hasn't
0: added all that mass yet. No, no, he hasn't become the pit bull.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then just like totally like changed what I liked about Kid. Yeah, Cash, everything you like, like about high flying guy that moves so crisp on his like springboards and slingshots. Yeah, just
0: fucking all Which he's the doing boys. here.
1: And like they have some great mat work. Yeah, the whole like the arm drag into oblivion spot where they just do arm drags at each other for like a whole minute. That yeah. was pretty wild.
0: Yeah, and and, and really though, like there must have been, somebody must have really not liked Kid Cash for him to not be hired by anybody before this, like, except for ECW. Well, his
1: main reputation is that he's a fucking dick. Well, yes, definitely. So but if like, if he's a dick, I'm sure I didn't he's know got when that came out. Though, I'm sure he's like, got an Austin Aries complex as well. Probably. he's like, like he's probably like hardcore Holly, and it's like, yeah, why the fuck am I not in the title match?
0: I've been here for 15 years.
1: Man, I got fucking money in my name.
0: (laughs) My name's Bob Sparky. Oh, I'm talking about Kit Kat. (laughs)
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ. (laughs) Because I mean, like, it's something I would hear fucking Bob Hawley say, too. But then again, at the same time, it was like Bob Hawley Though Bob Holly's book is one of the best wrestling books I've ever. I
1: had. love that book. I love yeah. it so much. I read it last year. And Amazing. Order from you.
0: <laughs> yeah, made me love Brian Bob. Brian Danielson's
1: Holly. book, on the other hand, it's not that good. So fucking boring. Yeah. Oh my god, ghostwritten. You can't get all those good Brian Danielson gripes. No. I would love to hear about him, like tackling people in the WWE locker room and ROH locker room, and <laughs> making them tap. Talk about flaccid fucking penises and shit tree sperm oh man that dude's like far out there nowadays eh
0: <laughs> i mean like i mean i would know i don't know if far out there's god likes nature he, he uses this vernacular it can be weird sometimes but I mean, yeah <laughs> but either way either way at least we got a a, a good match from aj styles Kit Cash. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all that long, but Kid Cash would get the win after a double underhook pile driver, I guess you call it. Moneymaker. Money maker. Money maker. He picks up the win. It's a... J-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the undertones. It's perfect. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Thanks. It's a good ensemble. Uh, let's see. Here we go backstage, and uh, Sable is having a meeting with some ladies. I know who one of them was. Gorgeous George. <laughs>
1: oh, uh sitting down in the orange tube top and uh, whatnot.
0: Uh, sitting on the table.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got it with the
0: blonde, blonde his hair. Well, yeah.
1: Doyle von Frankenstein's wife.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean after Macho Man. Oh, I know, yeah. I but know. yeah. What was it before? It was, af- it was, was after It was after because
1: she made a band with him called Gorgeous Frankenstein.
0: Oh, fair enough. What did she do? I think she sang. How was that?
1: I mean, just go check it out for yourself. It's (sighs) Misfits Guitars with a lady.
0: Gorgeous. Frankenstein. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, she's married to him now,
0: right? She even dresses like a wrestler. Even though I don't think she ever wrestled.
1: Well, Doyle was in WCW.
0: That's true. Okay, okay, so that's pictures. Uh, so I got a chance to see what that law looked like, but where can I find the music? Let's see. Gorgeous Frankenstein. The song is called Gorgeous Frankenstein.
1: Long intro. Like a proper fucking dark metal band. It sounds like misfits. late 90s misfits. It's all about power chords, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Power. It's all
1: about power. Lifting power. <laughs>
0: God damn! How this is long like the it this
1: is like the instrumentals to Berserker from Clerks.
0: Oh, we finally got a change. There
1: we go. Is that dancing? That's a fake Danzig, Tyler. <sighs> You know who that is? That's the guy on the red dragon theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Imposter dancing.
0: <laughs>
1: dance away. Uh, it
0: really is. But what does Gorgeous George do?
1: I thought that she was uh, I thought that she was the singer. I don't know.
0: So far all she's done was dance on a pole.
1: Well maybe she's like just the eye candy in the music videos.
0: Poor boy. Let's go to in private. Yeah.
1: Could you imagine auditioning for a singer with your new band and being like, I want you to sound like my old singer. Exactly.
0: <laughs> sound exactly. Yeah, dude, dude. Okay. So Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein guitar. Left hand gram bass. He was in Doyle. Uh, Dr. Chud, which is drums.
1: Oh, yeah. He used to play uh, drums for Misfits way back in the day.
0: Uh, Alex Story, vocals from (laughs) Cancer Slug and Doyle. And then Gorgeous George, Stephanie Beller's Dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's the final lineup. Previous Ah. members had Agile Goolsby. Uh, as on bass. This
1: sounds like the same position that Mark Hoppus offered that girl in Plus
0: 44. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't remember her name at all. Yeah.
1: You know what? I'll just offer you as the dance position.
0: You can be the dance? I don't
1: like your lyrics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fucking shit. They've had a couple of vocalists. It's weird. Okay. Well, okay. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 uh, cool. Let's see here. Vapor would take on Jimmy Snuka. Uh, you said you had a note you wanted to say about vapor. Oh
1: man, he just shows up and the folks just yell USA at him. Like he didn't even get a chance. No. Like there's no chance there. Like yeah. no wonder we have so many foreign heels. Like he, they just show up and the people are just like, oh fuck you, USA yeah. man.
0: Fuck you, you're different.
1: You're different. Yeah. Why aren't you? Why aren't you a redneck?
0: <laughs> why don't you look like us? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way of putting it. I love that. But,
1: but yeah, this this just like is such a bad match. Like Jimmy Jr. hits the weirdest move, man. It's like a neck breaker but a bulldog at the same time. Yeah. Oh, it confused
0: me. Yeah, I mean like the match is not one of his faults for sure. Uh but like I was I was quite surprised. Especially like to see how well Snook had done that big splash too. Like, sure, Jimmy Snooker Jr. did a great like little frog splash thing, but like snook senior the fact that he took that at that point in time he did the like, full fuck. thing yeah. yeah 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 i was like props to you you fucking murderous piece of shit yeah you know? <laughs> like well fuck.
1: we've given props to chris ben wallop so oh yeah. why not jimmy snooker
0: yeah just backing it up
1: doesn't matter what you do in your personal life as long as you can back it up in the ring
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Oh, fuck. This leads us to ending a British storm, taking on Bagwell and Vampiro. Talk about a match that was just nothing.
1: It's terrible. It's just there. Well, it was nothing because it was an Ian Harrison showcase more than anything.
0: Which is not much of a showcase.
1: Oh, man. It's not even a storm, man. Nah, it's yeah. it's like a light rainfall.
0: Yeah, it's a drizzle. Yeah, yeah the British drizzle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because he's got a small penis because st- he takes steroids. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <His> small pee pee. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking We used to call
1: that a waterfall back in high school. Because <laughs> you'd piss on your balls. <laughs>
0: Oh fuck! I know we used to call bellies. It's like, uh what's <laughs> it? You got a you got a dicky do? <laughs> it? It's like, what do you mean? I got a dicky do? It's was it? You can't see a dick. Was it was it a belly do or? Oh, it might have been a belly do. I don't know. Like you can't see your dick, but your belly do, <laughs> right? <Like>, Along <laughs> <something laughs> those lines. uh, but, uh fuck! Too oh. stoned. <clears throat> but this match, uh, basically, uh, they, they they talk about how you know, Vampiro and Bagwell are a team. And it's like, what in God's creation could these two people have in common other than just being wrestlers? That was my gripe. Harrison and Henning kind of makes sense. Bobby Heenan, whatever. Bobby Heenan got Harrison and he's got Henning.
1: You imagine Vampiro and ba- Buff Bagwell. Hanging out together?
0: Not at all. No.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. This is this is what these two have in common. Drugs and they like women.
1: And they have the same vocation. A job.
0: Oh. Okay. Job. Vocation's a job. Uh, boy, don't does that make that be I don't know why. That makes me feel so stupid. Uh- <laughs>
1: Well, and uh, I'm I'm sorry. I just didn't want to be no, like. No. And they have the same job. <laughs> like, no. just like, cut right in. and Just be like, ah, no. sh- took uh, a chops.
0: Just to me, vocation. When you said it, it, threw me off. And was like, the vocabulary. It's like, no, they don't, right? Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I threw the diction in, and then I threw the vocation in, and I'm I'm just like getting too close for comfort on certain words. I guess.
0: <laughs> you uncultured swine, you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ Uh, but uh, the British Drizzly he wouldn't be able to pass a piss that save his life
1: well I mean could he even get it into the tube (laughs) the waterfall
0: just (laughs) had to do the waterfall just had to cup it under his balls just fucking (laughs) drizzling
1: just drench like wring his balls (laughs) okay that was too much
0: Ah. wipe wipe it up with a cloth and wring the cloth
1: out gross
0: Oh, man. Uh, Vampiro, though, he would end up rolling off Buff Bagwell. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. No. Henning would end up rolling up Buff Bagwell.
1: Once Vampiro was distracted with Ian Harrison as he tried to dive on him, but then he ran away and Vampiro's just calling him a
0: bitch. Yeah, just fucking standing in the ring. Uh, So Buff Bagwell takes offense to this. And the show goes off the air. So... That is the very last episode of the XWF. There is nothing else to be said about it. It is over. Uh, it is what it is. It's garbage. The, some of the worst wrestling I have ever watched in my life.
1: It was one of the worst wrestling TV shows I've ever seen. Easily. Yeah.
0: Luckily, uh, we had to watch about two hours and 30 minutes of it over the course of like a month and a half. So that helped out a lot. Yeah. Um, but really though. Uh, if we did this the same
1: way we did the Jeff Hardy thing where I watched it all before <sighs> we started the podcast.
0: That's the same thing I did with that one too. Watch it all <laughs> and before. And then I we just started.
1: got so sick and tired of the whole thing. I was just like, Man, this yeah. story is the same thing. Whereas if I did it like this, man, it would have just been like, Wow, what a thoughtful process they had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get that 100%. I'll never do that again either. Uh, But up next, might I suggest that uh, we dive into the one and only episode of wrestling ever completely booked from front to back by Kevin Nash. There's only been one.
1: What? What? Yes. What are you you talking about? We're not doing the thing that you suggested before yet?
0: We'll hold off on that for a bit. Oh, geez.
1: What do you got for me here?
0: The January 21st, 1999 episode of Thunder is the only front-to-back piece of wrestling that Kevin Nash has booked.
1: Why are you suggesting this
0: to me? Because I've read it on Reddit. It was just like, did you know that there's only been one thing ever,
1: January twenty first, nineteen ninety nine. So this is a this might of,
0: be fucking garbage. This is a
1: couple weeks after the finger poke doom. Are we avail? Is it available to watch?
0: Oh, oh yeah, cause they haven't all. Because oh, as
1: long have. as it's available to watch, we can. But I don't want to have this being like a painstaking search.
0: It's on Peacock.
1: It's on Peacock? Oh, okay, well, it's on a, it's on redacted.net
0: then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. Let's see here. Is it... Just to make sure now before we... <laughs> going uh, Editing
1: magic, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I still have damn third of a joint dude here, I have so much weed left in that joint but also it was a
1: I can't like, bring a third of a joint back home
0: though uh, stink of everything uh let's see. password had signed into Dashlane. Damn. Son. The greatest thing ever created. I don't even care about what my password is anymore. Dashlane creates it for me. Fucking just a series of numbers. I don't
1: even need to know passwords. No, This just... This, this
0: thing has got it. Exactly. Let's see. WCW... Yes, sir, buddy. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: Let's
0: do it. That'll be fun. Let's see a, a synopsis of it.
1: At least it's not a three-hour Nitro. It's a two-hour Thunder, so...
0: That's true. Let's see. Syn- the synopsis is... Frustrations over the current positions of the New World Order lead, lead Vincent, Stevie Ray, and Scott Norton to challenge the four horsemen in the main event. Despite the outside- outsider's best efforts... WCW president Ric Flair initiates a tournament to crown the new tag team champions. Plus, Don Dallas Page sends a message to Scott Steiner. I'm sure this will at least be interesting, to say the least, to just hop in to a random point and just see how Kevin Nash actually booked that thing. Just, Just see. Just see. This is what... This is Kevin Nash's vision of wrestling.
1: <laughs> it was his vision at least it, in
0: 1999 this was what he would give you.
1: I'm just gonna forewarn everyone listening that you're gonna get an unprecedented amount of Kevin Nash impersonations on this episode. Oh, probably so probably. If you don't like that we do that, then this will not be yeah. the episode. For
0: you. Might, might as well might as well skip that one because <laughs> we' we're, we're, we're doing it. we're doing it okay. So, with that being said, let's uh, let's uh, get on out of here. Uh, let's give a shout out to all of our Patreon family members. A brother with the biggest cock, roaches. Uh, Chris Savage, his future so bright. He's only seven percent. Other metals, sterling silver fudge. That uncle calls it right down the middle, Mike the Ref Fudge. That's Uncle Justin, why is he always thrust in JD Fudge? He wants to call father, but not for a dollar, Trox Fudge. Our doe-eyed cousin's from down under, Corey and Trevor Fudge. And that guy the mom brought over and called Uncle Justin Roberts Fudge. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. at search searching the Federation. T-shirts at whatamidoover.net. And not forget the music each and every week by uh, our friend Mitch. Uh, electric downfall. Give him some love. Uh, go listen to his YouTube stuff. He's got all out on his YouTube channel. It Somehow has like six hundred thousand views or some bullshit like that. So the tw- new one? No, no. Sorry, all, all in. in. All yeah, in. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is wild. Yeah. With- <laughs> what
0: the fuck? Uh, but yeah, that uh, that is all, folks. So uh, you got anything to say before you leave here? Or I love you all. I love you all, baby. Keep on rocking in the free world and.
1: Doot doo doot doot.
0: Doot doo.